Hey, Kevin Draves here with the Howl for Diamond Box Bluetooth speakers. I got to tell you, I play basketball at the gym down the road for me all the time. And sometimes I go late at night. I bring my Diamond Box. And now they're introducing three new systems. The new L2, XL2, and M2 all feature stereo sound by themselves or split stereo sound with wireless syncing of two units for a live sound experience. Loud enough for any environment. And I kid you not, you could play this at low volume and you'll hear it in any room of your house. This is the most powerful Bluetooth boombox speaker on the market today. Check them out on Twitter at Diamond Box Co. That's box with two X's, Diamond Box Co. Welcome to the NBA 2K League Show on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Brought to you by Rode Microphones. Studio quality with easy accessibility since 1967. We are your source for NBA 2K League coverage each and every week. Here, covering the best of the best, not the rest of the rest. Alright, week six is in the books Many good matchups to go over here in our Week 6 recap, starting off with the Blazer 5 taking on Raptors Uprising. Now, going into this game, you felt like Blazer 5 were going to have a fairly easy advantage. They come in, one of the best teams, if not the best team in the league, and Raptors really had been struggling throughout the year, came into this one only four wins on the season total, including regular season as well as tournaments. But things changed in the start of this one as Raptors Uprising were on fire to start this game, really put up a pretty good effort. In that first quarter, were able to build an eight-point advantage. Obviously, if you're Blazer 5, you got to find a way to come back, and that's a good thing to watch for. Now, Mama I'm Dat Man, one of the best players of the weekend, did a great job in this first quarter, at least of keeping his team afloat as he scored all of their points in that first quarter. Now, into the second quarter, things were a little bit different, but you got great energy out of the Raptors. And on top of that, you got a little bit more offense from the Blazer 5, which is part of the reason they were able to stay in this one. But going into halftime, they were still able to keep a seven-point lead. Now, halfway through the third quarter is when things really changed. You know, this is one of those things, if you're a fan of the NBA... You watch teams historically like the Spurs, and they just are such a good franchise that they always find ways to win games. And Blazer 5 
showed that in this one. It was one of those things where you kind of toy with a team, you let them think they've got a chance, and eventually you take over. Now, again, partway through that third quarter, and things changed. Changed Offensively, Blazer 5 looked like a completely different team, and Mama I'm Dead Man, again, was the reason. From that point on, things really went exactly kind of how you were hoping if you were a Blazer 5 fan. And for any fan of the 2K League, you went into this game expecting the game to go as the second portion of that second half did. Now, a big moment when we were a portion of the way through the fourth quarter, Blazer 5 got their very first lead, of course, on the back of Mama hitting a huge fadeaway three-point shot. Very difficult. And think about this. That was the first lead they held in this game since 421 to go in the first quarter. And at that point, of course, Blazer 5 took over, and they were able to win this game. How about taking a look at some of the specifics? Now, obviously, no questions asked Got to give the player of the game nod to Mama I'm Dat Man. We talked about some of his heroics throughout this game, keeping them in it. 22 points, 2 rebounds, 11 assists, 2 steals, 4 turnovers. And the final score in this one, as we said, Blazers ran away with it in the fourth quarter once they finally got that lead. 61-53 is your final score. Raptors just not able to close the deal on the obviously superior Blazer 5 squad. For the Raptors, though, Got to give a shout-out to Doza. 10 points, 3 rebounds, 9 assists, 4 turnovers. Very close to a double-double. Uh, 2 of 3 from 3, 3 of 5 from the field total, and 2 of 2 from the free-throw line. Some pretty good efficiency there. Again, 10 turnovers to the 7 by Blazer 5. That tells you a pretty big story. But then, of course, the other number we look at is assists and Credit Raptors for winning the assist battle, but unfortunately not able to win the contest. Next game on the schedule, we have Bucks Gaming taking on Mavs Gaming. Now, this is a game that went a little bit different than what you saw in the last one. Mavs Gaming, still the best team in the league, and they showed it. And at no point was this game really under question and a big reason for that was of course dimes who in this game no different than some of the others was the best player on the court he was able to really take advantage of the bucks lack of defense in this one now uh, one thing you saw was dimes able to get to the basket pretty much anytime he wanted to on top of that he was able to really make defenders miss and you add to that pp ballin and mo and their ability to get open and it really led to a lot of easy buckets for Mavs Gaming. Now, on defense, uh, give a shout-out to P.P. Ballin, who was able to really do a great job of locking down that painted area. And you saw Sherm continue to show off just why he is one of the better defenders in the league. Now, there were moments where the Mavs struggled just a bit, which you don't want to see when you're playing a team that's really a, a big step down from where you are. The Bucks just did not have enough. And that's really the only reason why this game was even close. Not because the Bucks necessarily did anything, but because you really had the Mavs just take moments where they, they kind of didn't look like the Mavs. And we've seen that throughout this season where there have been stretches where the Mavericks have struggled and, and not looked like a team that is surprisingly undefeated. But again, big part of the win in this one was an 18-9 run in the fourth quarter. And just like that, they are still undefeated. Now, for the Bucks side of things, 
they just really seem to struggle. They've lost five of seven games uh, over this last stretch. And a big part of that has been interesting lineup changes. They've tried to experiment with things to get things going in the right direction. They had Chatty Nick at point guard and Slay Island moved to shooting guard. But it really didn't work whatsoever. How about this? Chatty Nick finishes with zero points and two dimes. That's it. And that's not going to get you the win. On top of that, turned the ball over four times, and he had three fouls. Just not a lot to like from Bucks in this one. Now, going to the player of the game, of course, in the box score, we take a look at Mavs Gaming. And player of the game goes to none other than Dimes. Although, PP Ballin, we got to give a shout to him with a nice double-double, 10 and 15. But Dimes, 25 points, three rebounds, eight assists, two steals, zero fouls, and just four turnovers. For Bucks Gaming, the guy we give a shout out to is the guy we normally look at in these gatchups, which is A Rooks, 25 points, two rebounds, an assist, four steals, and a block, four turnovers, zero fouls, 10 of 19 from the field, and five of nine from three point range. A Rooks continues to absolutely dominate, or in the case of uh, the name of his teammate, absolutely slay the competition. But one guy is not enough. You did get triple-double watch from Plondo with 7, 10, and 5. But ultimately, it just wasn't meant to be. 10 turnovers for the Bucks, 12 assists. They actually won the turnover battle and almost won the assist battle, surprisingly. So the score tells a different story, though. Final 59 for the Mavs, 45 for the Bucks. Next up, we have Pistons GT taking on Kings Guard Gaming. Now, this is two teams trending in different directions as you have Pistons one win on the season coming to this one and Kings Guard only two losses on the season. Now, Pistons really trying to do whatever they can to see what works, trying different lineup comp- combinations. Now, Splash King was able to get a start in this one at point guard. Again, they're trying to see what they can do to just be competitive. But unfortunately, uh, throughout this game, and especially towards the end, you really saw that it just wasn't meant to be for Splash King. Now, four points and nine assists and six turnovers. So it kind of gives you what was a mixed bag. Wasn't able to score a whole lot. You love seeing nine assists, but those six turnovers are really not going to get the job done. Now, BP has been the man for King's guard. And that was no different as he was able to really shine. How about this efficiency in this game? 9 of 15, 22 points. Now, he doesn't really look to get guys set up. There's a reason his name's not Dimes. You know, his name's BP. He's out there trying to get buckets. But, again, if you can get as many points as he does night in and night out, you're going to take it. You're going to take that scoring. Now, if you have other players that are able to step up, Case in point, ball-like seam, who has been really solid on the season. That's why Kingsguard are able to get victories, and that's why they're able to beat teams like the Pistons, and this game was no different. Final score in this matchup, 60 for Kingsguard, 50 for Pistons GT. Not a whole lot going on in this one. Now, we talked about in the first half how you got a little bit better production for Splash King. But the Pistons in that second half just really didn't seem to have much there. Very similar to these other games, we talk about how good teams just find a way to get it done when they need to, and Kingsguard was no different. Player of the game for Kingsguard, we do give it the nod to BP. Not necessarily stuff in the stat sheet, but good efficiency and good point totals. 
for the Pistons. Got to give it the shout-out to May with the double-double. 13 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 block, just 3 turnovers. And that is all she wrote for Pistons versus Kings guard. We then have two more on the night one schedule, starting with Blazer 5 taking on Celtics crossover. Now, you go into this game, Blazer 5 had a nice win earlier in the night. Celtics have been a team that I would say for the most part on the season have underperformed, no questions asked, given they have a single victory coming into this game. Probably has the makings of a blowout, but Blazer 5 didn't bring their best effort in game one. We'll see what you get in this game. Now, you really look at Mama, I'm that man when it comes to game in and game out as he is, you know, one of the best players in the league for a reason. And what were you going to get in this one? Now, the other player on their team that obviously a name that no one does, no one forgets is MVP from last season, one wild walnut. Although I would say Mama has really been the superstar this season and you're seeing him more and more uh, Mama, for example, has really found a way to put the team on his back in many games, and that's the reason why they come into this one with just a single loss. Now, early on in this one, you got a pretty uh, a pretty good matchup for Celtics. You felt like they actually had a chance to win this one at times, but the problem you run into is that you need more than one player. You got some pretty good consistency out of OFAB once again, but what was the rest of the team doing? And and where are the other guys on the team putting up points? We talked about in the last game how BP can score and how that's super important that you have someone that can just get buckets. And the the Bucks don't really seem to have, or the Celtics don't really seem to have that. And that's been a real issue. Look at some of these uh, point totals, and and you wonder what happened here. But on top of that, not just points, but the rebounding advantage. Celtics could not get rebounds. That was a huge uh, deal breaker in this one. But points is the the difference maker. If you watch a a lot of these games, usually you have one, if not two, at least one guy that's up there in that 20-point range. Looking at the Celtics in this one, their point leader was Bully with 12. I mean, let that sink in. That's not going to get the job done. Now, they shot 50% from the field, uh, which isn't bad. But, I mean, you look over at the Blazer 5, and they they knocked it out of the park. 21 of 37, so much better than 50% from the field. Uh, surprisingly, and this has been something we've seen in a number of contests, but turnovers have not been the deal breaker as far as winning games this week as they have been in the past because Blazer 5 actually lost the turnover battle. They had 15 turnovers to only 12 for the Celtics. And again, Celtics did end up losing the, the assist battle, but not by much. So you, you look at those statistics and you feel like maybe it was a game that was uh, probably closer than it should have been. And that's the way I would say... I would describe this one. Your final score is 56-48. Blazer 5 do take it. But look at this. In the first half, they only held a two-point advantage at halftime. Really didn't necessarily dominate one single quarter. But what they did do is they consistently kept Celtics within arm's length. So they knew where they were, and they made sure that they never let them go on a run that would change the outcome of this game. Player of the game for Blazer 5 Gaming. We do give the nod to Mama I'm That Man. 17 points, 2 rebounds, 11 assists, 3 steals. Although that's 6 turnovers and then 5 turnovers from 1 Wild Walnut. That's not going to get the job done against some teams, but it does get the job done here. Player of the game. You know, we did give a shout-out to OFAB, who, who played some pretty good basketball. But you know what hurts? 7 turnovers. I, honestly, in this game, 
I'm going to give player of the game to no autographs. Six points, nine rebounds, one assist, four steals, a block, and just two turnovers. Not great efficiency, though, at three of seven. Ultimately, there's not one guy on this team that really deserves player of the game, but we do give at least a shout-out to no autographs. Last game of day number one, you have Mavs Gaming looking to try to stay undefeated, taking on Pistons GT. Now, both these teams have already played on the night. I feel like you really expect a bit of a blowout here coming into this one. And you know what? Mavs did not disappoint as they do indeed blow them out. I'm not going to go too in-depth on this game. Just a little bit of information for you. Now, Mavs able to extend their regular season streak, still unbeaten. Just let that sink in. Mavs are undefeated. And start to finish, the Mavs were the better team. Looking at how the actual uh, points by quarter ended up going, uh, starting off in that first quarter, again, double. So 22 to 11. Second quarter, almost the same, 21 to 12. This was a runner runner uh, start to finish victory for the Mavs at no point was this game ever in question and we've seen in some of these other games where teams were able to keep things close Pistons just were not in this one at all now every single Mavs player scored I mean let that sink in and that was in the first quarter now Sherm six quarter six first quarter points and Every single one of them was a dunk. And not just a dunk, but a fast break dunk. And if that tells you anything, and that tells you how this game went, turnovers were a problem for Pistons. Just not great day for them, and Mavs were able to uh, continue that hot streak. Now, second half, we talked about the first half, how there was a big struggle. It was 43-23 at halftime. And again, they were never in it. Pistons just didn't have what it took to stay in this game. Now, 19 points was the lowest lead for the Mavs in the second half. Let that sink in. It was never in question. I'm going to give a nod looking at the Mavs roster player of the game. I'm going to give this one to Mo, 34 points and 7 assists. Although P.P. Ballin always finds a way to really get in my mentions. 10 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals. In just a single turnover, you're not winning these games without P.P. Ballin. He's been absolutely phenomenal this season. Uh, and for Mo, though, we give him the player of the game now with that 34 points, 7 assists, a steal block, just 2 turnovers. Looking at the Pistons side of things, May with another solid game, 10 points, 15 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals, just 2 turnovers, and he was a very efficient 5 of 6 from the field. But you need more help if you're going to win that game. And they did not get it in this one. 17 turnovers to just 9 for the Mavs. And that is a big part of your storyline here as the Mavs continue on this horrid pace of just dominating and being undefeated. Who is going to be the team that beats them? Or will they go undefeated and keep up this really crazy pace and end up winning the championship? It's going to happen. What is going to happen on the night? That was the Mavs' last game of this week. We will wait until next week to see if they are able to keep up the pace. Game of night number two. It is Heatcheck taking on Celtics crossover. Now, Heatcheck, right around 500, kind of a mixed bag. Celtics, not much to write home about, except for in tournaments. Surprisingly enough, they have found a way to get into the quarterfinals of both of the tournaments so far this season. 
and you wonder if eventually they find a way to tap into that that type of game they play in, when it matters in the tournaments. And this could be the game. Now, they play yesterday, and it was not pretty. You're not sitting there going, man, that Celtics team looked pretty good. But at a certain point, you got to right the ship if you're going to find a way to be a better franchise. Now, Celtics come into this game with not a lot of momentum. Personally, I've been very impressed at times with Heat Check Gaming. I would have put my money on Heat Check coming into this one. But you know what you have to account for when you're watching that Celtics team is if OFAB finds a way to take over. And in this game, that's exactly what we got. Now, he started the game on fire. Ended the game on fire. Just was so incredibly impressive in this game. Start to finish. Now, there's not much to talk about, actually, as far as this game is concerned. Just because it was such a dominant performance from Celtics crossover. And we talk about start to finish. Celtics... Uh, very interestingly, were very similar, but this game actually started off Celtics 19-11 to advantage in that first quarter. Second quarter went to heat check. Third quarter, though, all Celtics. How about this? If you want to talk about where this game ultimately uh, would take place, it was in that third quarter. That 21-9 to advantage for the Celtics was really a huge difference maker. You start off strong, you finish strong. And that was really all she wrote. Uh, you know, at halftime, the game was at least relatively close. And that was a big part to Heatcheck winning that second quarter. But that was it. That was the only quarter where the Heatcheck were really able to do much of anything. They had a 19-15 advantage there. And going into halftime, they were down just 34-30. to So it was relatively close. But that was it. Third quarter broke open the game for the Celtics. Fourth quarter, they coasted, winning that quarter by another seven points. 86 to 63 is your final. And we talked about how incredible OFAB was. 36 points in this contest. 13 assists, a rebound, five steals. The five turnovers isn't great, but when you do everything else that he did in this game, you overlook it a little bit. We also talked about in their first matchup how you needed more of an effort from some of these other guys. And you got it in this one. You had 20 points from Profusion. Bully had 15. 13 from Mal East. You got guys to step up. 13 boards for no autographs. But again, the player of the game does go to OFAB. Taking a look over at Heatcheck, no shock. The guy that we highlight is Hotshot. 12 points, 15 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals. That's 6 turnovers, though. That looms large. 17 turnovers total as a team to just 11 for the Celtics. And 22 assists to 15 for Heatcheck. The tail of the tape did not lie in this one as the turnover and assist battle was won by Celtics crossover. Now they got to string together victories. It's it's one thing to get a couple wins here or there. You got to be consistent. And Celtics, this is their last chance. You know, we're halfway through the season. Now is the time to be more consistent. Next up on the docket, we have Lakers gaming versus Raptors uprising. Hopefully this ends up being a little better performance than we've seen from some of these other games. Now, Raptors came in sitting around 500. Lakers, just a single win. What do you think is going to happen in this one? Two teams towards the bottom of the standings. Now, in that first quarter, Raptors uprising really shined. And on top of that, Doza specifically was really able to uh, put on a, a bit of a clinic with 10 points and four assists in that first quarter, uh, including seven straight points, which got him that takeover badge at a point in the first quarter. 
20 to 12 was your score after that first one. Now, in the second quarter, we talked about arm's length, and that was just what the Raptors did. You know, just close enough to let them know you're there, but they made sure to not be in question into halftime. 34 to 23 was the score. Now, looking at that second half, you got to see some consistency, and Raptors were able to do something that they don't always do, but this is where you're going to win basketball games, and that was hitting shots from the three-point line. Six of ten in that first half, just two of eight for the Lakers. In the NBA and in the NBA 2K League, three-point shooters can sometimes be king, and this was no different. Now, Lakers in that second half needed to find a way to get stops. Could they do it? Now, they did find a way to stay in this one. And in the second half, you started to see the Lakers pick up some speed and the Raptors slow down just a bit. Now, they got to within seven points. Big part of that was Kev able to hit some nice long-distance shots. But that was it. They never got closer than seven points. And that is the final, actually a little more than that, 68-56. to Raptors do take this one. Lakers tried their best to get back into this game in that second half, but they were down just uh, too much, and Raptors did just enough to keep them at bay. They were 20-12 to in that first quarter, so they've got that eight-point lead built up. They build that lead up by another three points in that second quarter. Now, Lakers actually won that third quarter, but that's not enough. They made a run, got it to within seven points, and that was all she wrote. Again, 68-56 is your final here. Raptors take it. Player of the game nod goes to Doza. How about this double-double? 28 points, a rebound, 10 dimes, a steal, just two turnovers, and 5 of 7 from three-point range. That's how you win a basketball game right there. Good efficiency from the three-point line. For the Lakers, not a whole lot to write home about, but we'll give the nod to the double-double of Moody. 13 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, and just a single turnover. 6 of 11 efficiency is solid. But unfortunately, it was in a losing effort. Now we have what ended up being one of the best games of the entire weekend. Uh, actually, we got two two games consistently. So night two had some of the best basketball you'll see. And if you missed it, again, make sure you tune into Twitch. Make sure you tune in to YouTube. You have options. You can watch recaps. You can watch kind of highlights. You can also watch the Knights in their entirety. And in this case, that's what I would suggest. Go back and watch these last two games because you are in for some of the best 2K League action you will see all season. Now, Knicks got off to a nice start in this game. They had a 15-10 to advantage after the first quarter. Now, a good way to point out what you saw from this one was speed. Both teams really... Uh, kind of boom, boom, back and forth. Uh, it was a fast-paced game. Let's just put it that way. But you know what? Sloppy. Because of how fast these teams were playing, sloppy was another word to describe it, and you had 12 turnovers in the first quarter alone. Now, they ended on a 10-2 to run for the Knicks in that first quarter, and again, that's why we talked about how they had that lead after the first. Now, in the second quarter, more of the same, but you got both teams with the back-and-forth runs you see that in pretty much every game. This was no different. Now, Knicks went on another 10-2 to run and helped really start to build a, a really substantial lead early on. But that was it because Cavs went on a run of their own 15-5. to 
and that was how they ended that quarter, and that made halftime 33-29, a narrow lead for the Knicks. And, and you talk about the Cavs really able to build something going into halftime, so they're down, but they are confident. Third quarter, Knicks jump in yet again, and they were able to hit three threes in a row without any sort of a response. And that got them to, and this has been the name of the game, uh, an 11-0 run. But you know what? That was another run from the Cavs followed that up. And this has been kind of the theme in this game, but a 10-2 run ends that third quarter. How about that? That's the third 10-2 run we've seen in this game alone. But the Knicks, once up by 13, and now 54-50. Again, very similar to halftime, up just four points going into the fourth. At that point, Cavs decided to take over, and they were able to go on a run, not only that, but build a 67-61 to lead as the clock was starting to tick down. Knicks, of course, make another push, and how about this? With just five seconds to go, we had a tie game in this one, 73 points. Now, Cavs, how about this last play? They throw the ball into Savage. He takes it to the hoop, and he hits a game-winning dunk. left on the clock, and that was all she wrote. Final score, 75-73. Cavs Legion take this one. Again, I promise you want to go back and watch this. Go on Twitch. Go on YouTube. But this was can't-miss basketball. For the Cavs, player of the game, got to give it to O'Leary because how about this? Just stuff in the stat sheet. We talk about how important that can be. Nine points, eight rebounds, five assists, six steals, a block, just two turnovers. Shout out to O'Leary getting it done for the Knicks. I really, really liked what we got out of Goofy. Four points only, which is not great. And on two of seven shooting, but 12 rebounds, eight assists, three steals, three turnovers, but he was doing it all. And we got to give him the nod there. Last game of the night, another can't miss basketball game, this time between Warriors Gaming and Bucks Gaming. We talk about how the Bucks have been a little bit inconsistent. You start to wonder what you're going to get from them. And we talk about them being inconsistent. That's why they're sitting around 500. Warriors game, on the other hand, have been pretty good. They are a few games over 500, and you've liked a lot of what you've gotten from their squad. Now, Big Meek moved, uh, moved positions, and they had RSG at the power forward position. So uh, a little bit different there, and they're trying to see if it makes some sort of a change and if it can help them out in this one. Now, he was, for anyone that's not aware, he was the uh, fourth-round pick uh, in this draft, and one big thing that helped out from him was his defense. On top of that, he was able to create shots, and if you're able to create shots, if you're able to play defense, you're going to have a place in this lead. Bucks Gaming, able to find a way to get consistent offense from someone other than A-Rooks, that's how you're going to win a basketball game. Other guys got to step up, and you saw that. At, with RSG in this game. Now, both Aerokes and RSG were able to really dominate at different points in the first half of this contest. But how about the third and fourth quarter? That's just it. They did it again, and they were able to be the reason why their team was able to go on different runs and why they looked so incredibly good. Now, they were at, Bucks were up 30-28 to 28 at halftime, but that's just two points, and that really tells you the story of this game and why it was so close. No team was really able to pull away and get any sort of a large lead. Now, in the second half, you started to see Warriors gaming come alive, and at times they had some momentum, and they were able to 
really uh, get some nice possessions uh, as far as this game was concerned. Now, specifically, let's look at some of the players that were able to get things done. And, of course, RSG, we talked about how important he was. And when the Warriors started to go on those runs and when they got that momentum, RSG was able to fight back and actually at one point hits a really fancy, really nice-looking uh, fadeaway jumper and able to get uh, some other guys into it. He got some nice assists to Plondo. And, again, this was a team effort. Now, if you look at the fourth quarter, there were times where the Bucks looked like they might be able to pull away, but they just could not do so. And a big part of that was that you'd either get the Warriors stepping up on defense or they get a big bucket. Turnovers, as always, uh, rear their head in close games, and this was no different as the Bucks had a few costly ones. But with 240 left in this one, you had a few uh, game changers, I guess would be how you would say it, as Golden State had a few just wide-open looks, and they were not able to hit a single shot. Now, uh, let's go over the the actual uh, plays that led to this. You had a missed corner three. Then you had two different paint misses. On top of that, Bucks end up getting the ball back, and just like that, it is a two-possession lead, and they really never looked back. With just over a minute to go, that was all she wrote. Final score in this one, 64-60, Bucks Gaming takes it. While they couldn't run away with it, this is a solid victory over what had been the better team in Warriors Gaming. Now, Bucks Gaming, player of the game, got to give the nod to A-Rooks, 22 points, 8 assists, 2 steals, just 2 turnovers. For Warriors Gaming, I got to like what I got out of our guy, B. Smooth. 22 points to lead all scorers, 1 rebound, 5 assists, a steal, and just a single turnover. 8 of 17 from the field, 4 of 7 from 3. You gotta love that efficiency. That's gonna do it for night number two. And lastly, we have night number three, five more matchups taking place in week number six. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. We are the NBA 2K League show covering all things NBA 2K League. Night three, very much like night two. At least at the start, you have Warriors Gaming taking on 76ers GC, another can't-miss matchup. Going into this one, Warriors obviously with a close loss, a tough loss, and they're hoping to turn things around. 76ers GC, very much a mixed bag, sitting right around 500 on the season. Now, back and forth is what I would call this game 100%. This is why it was one of the best games of the week. Now, going into the matchup, certain players you always want to watch for. Beast move is one of them. And this game, no different. And he actually was a big, big reason why this game turned out how it did. Now, early on in this matchup, Warriors Gaming really looked like the better team. And they actually had a 10-point lead at one point in the first half. 76ers GC, however... Radiant was not going to be silenced as he found a way to keep them in this one pretty much throughout. Now, Warriors Gaming, part of that was they got a little uh, loosey-goosey with that basketball, and they really had uh, a tough go of it thanks to some really solid 76ers defense. And how about this? Going into the fourth quarter, 37-34 to was the advantage. 76ers with the lead. Warriors, though, led by CB13, who had really been struggling throughout this game, 
found a way to start to take it over. And just like that, and sometimes all it takes is you one shot goes in, two shots go in, sometimes it's a layup, a dunk, it doesn't matter. You want to see that ball go through the hoop, and sometimes that's all it takes. Now, going into this game, CB13 had been one of the most consistent, one of the uh, hottest players, let's say it that way, coming into this matchup, and in the fourth quarter, he did just that, scoring all of his points, 10 of them, ended up being in that fourth quarter. And on top of that, Really a big reason why they were able to win this one. But we talked earlier, we really foreshadowed our guy, B-Smooth. And how about this? 30 seconds left in the game, B-Smooth has the ball. He forces up a really difficult jumper, a fadeaway, and he ends up hitting it with the shot clock almost down. And absolutely craziness. Wasn't able to get much throughout the night, but this was a moment for him this is where he shined and actually a big part of the reason why they ended up winning this one and how about this final score 53 to 50 Warriors win a close one over 76ers GC taking a look at your player of the game for the Warriors none other than CB 13 we give it to him just because at times uh, you're not winning this game without him. And actually, I take that back. You know what we're going to do? This is not something we do too often. We're going to give it a team of the game is what we're actually going to do here. Uh, as a squad, 23 of 37 from the field. We talked about the importance of CB13 at a stretch. Beast move with that really big shot to ice the game. But you got a solid game from type 10, 6, 3, 3, and 2. You talk about uh, a good performance. How about that? Jin, 7 and 7. Pretty much across the board, you got good production from everyone on Warriors Gaming. And so we're going to give it to the team as a whole. Nice job, Warriors squad. 76ers, Radiant is a guy we want to highlight. 23 points, one rebound, six assists, although five turnovers. That hurts just a little bit. But without Radiant, this team would not have been able to get that eventual lead. Now, they could not hold on to it, but he was a big reason why they were in it at the end. Second game on the night, another close matchup. We have Cavs Legion taking on Lakers Gaming. Who will be the victor? Lakers Gaming obviously coming to this game with just a single win. Cavs Legion hovering right around that 500 mark. Now, Cavs Legion really needed wins if they were going to find a way to make it into the playoffs. This was a huge and crucial week for them on the Week 6 schedule. And going into this game... You felt like this one was very winnable. They'd gotten a win earlier in the week. Taking on a Lakers team with just a single win, you've got no excuse. If you can't win this game, I think you could say that your season is over. Now, looking at uh, specifics of the matchup between Cavs Gaming and the Lakers, who was going to be the guy that got the job done? Now, Lakers actually changed things up a bit. Safiya Foria, first start of the regular season, and he did definitely put his stamp on this contest. Now, was it enough to get a win? Unfortunately, it was not. But he did find ways to get this team uh, on the right side of things. They had numerous runs, while both teams did that, of course, because uh, you got a close matchup like this. You're expecting both teams to find a way to shine. Now, the Cavs, 18-8 to was their run in the third quarter. But, it, I mean, not enough. And you want to know why? Look at the, the earlier portions of this game. Now, Cavs Legion and Lakers, look, we talked about both teams really uh, not exactly jumping off the page as far as teams are concerned. Lakers, uh, pretty pretty standardly the worst team this year. But Cavs Legion, 
when 12 points in that second quarter doesn't jump off the page. But how about this? They held Lakers to five points in that second quarter. If you want to win the bas- any basketball game, 2K League, NBA, Rec League, you're at your YMCA, you're not going to win the game when you score five points in a quarter. It's just not going to happen. And, and, and here's the thing. Uh, we're, we talked about the importance of runs. In the third quarter, 18-8, to eight, I mean, you hold the Cavs to eight points, but it's just not enough when you only score five points in a quarter. And the final score in this one, 53-48. to 48. Cavs do take it. Uh, I'm not going to call it a good win because you're taking on a team that just isn't very good in Lakers gaming, but it was an important win, and the Cavs needed it to stay alive as they moved to 500 on the season. Player of the game, we're going to give that nod to O'Leary. Ten points, eight rebounds, three assists, a steal, just three turnovers. For the Lakers, got to give a shout-out to Moody Yee. Eight points, 16 rebounds, five assists, two steals, a block, just two turnovers. We talk about wanting to st- uh, getting a guy that stuffs the stat sheet. That's exactly what Moody Yee did. Four games left on the docket, starting off with Knicks Gaming versus Nets GC. Another close matchup. We really were hoping to get some more of those this week as we had a few blowouts early on, and this game did not disappoint. Starting off, how about this? 17-16. First quarter goes to Knicks Gaming. If that doesn't tell you the story of this game, I don't know what does, as it started off close and it ended close as well. Now, a big part of what made the Nets successful in this game was passing. They did a great job of moving the rock and finding the open man they had that 40-29 to 29 lead at halftime. Big part of that, 24 points in the second quarter. They had assists on seven of the total nine shots made in that second quarter. And a big part of that was, how about this, a player in just his third game at point guard, Lav, who had seven points and three assists in that second quarter. Knicks, though, were not willing to go out without a fight. And in that third quarter, they went on a run of their own. 11 points was the deficit at halftime, and they were down three going into the fourth quarter. Two turnovers is all they had in that third quarter. Big part of why they were successful. If you can limit the bad decisions that your team makes, take good shots, that's going to make a difference. I am Adam and Original Malik, two of the team's best, were a big reason why they were able to go on that run. Now, from start to finish in that fourth quarter, you got fantastic basketball. Both teams unwilling to give this game up, but what really ended up deciding this was unfortunately for the Knicks, sloppy play and mistakes. The man of the hour, I would say, in that fourth quarter, by the way, was Shockey, who had just a fantastic game. But how about these fourth quarter statistics? Four points, five rebounds, two assists, a steal, and ultimately his dominance on multiple possessions of Goofy really helped to seal the deal in this one. Both teams went down fighting. A couple three-pointers from both teams, but... Ultimately, the Nets GC changes to their lineups ended up being the difference maker, I think, as right now they're playing their best basketball of the season, and they're hoping to find a way to to move on and hopefully make the playoffs. Nets GC really pushing for a strong end to the season. Nets GC was led by player of the game, Shockey, 18 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists, 4 steals, just a single turnover. Over to the Knicks gaming side of things, Very impressed by I Am Adam. 20 points, 2 rebounds, 5 assists, 0 steals, 0 blocks, but 5 turnovers. That one leaves a little bit to be desired. And part of the reason why they lost 
was maybe not taking care of the basketball in the final stretch. Surprisingly, though, they actually won the turnover battle, and they just barely lost the assist battle. That's been a trend we have seen in a lot of these Week 6 matchups. Two more games to go on the docket. Remember, you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. We are the NBA 2K League show. Right now, we are recapping all of Week 6 matchups. We have... Again, this is actually what ended up being the closest matchup of the night. Two teams that had losses earlier this week. 76ers GT, GC taking on Heat Check Gaming. This one promised to be our barn burner. Looking at how this game actually ended up going. Now, 76ers Gaming, they started off a little strong, but all of a sudden, now we're talking about them moving down the list if they lose this one. They are a team that is in a bit of a free fall as they lost earlier in the night. This was definitely a game that they could not afford to lose. Now, Heat Check Gaming on the other side of it, 500 coming into this one. Can they keep it going or are they going to drop? They have coming up on losing three in a row. This is a team that earlier in the season I felt like was one of the favorites to make a postseason run. And now you wonder if they're even going to make the postseason. Things have really got to change. Now, early in this matchup, Both teams, good back and forth. 76ers got nice effort from 24K drop. He actually has been switched to small forward, so that's one thing to watch for. Now, of course, they still have their new player, Hood, only a few games under his belt playing with the 76ers. And this has been something we've seen in multiple games. Hood has struggled. And ultimately, now, the Wolves did not play this week, but you start to wonder if maybe it ended up being a blessing that they moved on from Hood, who... It seems like there were some issues behind the scenes with chemistry. If he's going to struggle down the stretch, T-Wolves are more than happy that they have uh, gone in a different direction. Now, looking at the rest of this, you thought maybe Hood, going up against Radiant, was going to be able to put his mark on the NBA 2K League, but he really couldn't do it this time. Now, Hotshot, jumping over to the Heat Check Gaming side of things, Hotshot was very solid in this one. How about this? Sixteen or 13 points. 18 rebounds, so was able to get that double-double. Really got some nice play from him. And I will say this, if Hood doesn't change, things are not going to go well. Storyline, let's not just discount Hood. How about we give a shout-out to the guy that was able to shut him down? And that was ZDS. ZDS did such a great job on defense on Hood. That's a big reason why Hood struggled in this one. Ultimately, it took the entire team uh, in this victory for what ended up being a close one for the 76ers. You had a solid game for Radiant, who was able to, uh, despite you know what's historically been a really good defense by Heatcheck, he found a way to get things done and continues his uh, you know strong play as he looks to possibly be a, one of the contenders for the MVP race. Final score in this one, like I said, very very close, 60 to 59. And you want to talk about what this actually ended up specifically coming down to. A game-winning layup for Nudini is what ultimately ended up sealing the victory for 76ers GC. Now, to get to that point, we talked about how it was an entire team effort. And much like we did earlier in the night, I got to say I'm going to give it to the team. I think the entire team did a great job of really finding ways to perform. You know, Stee's only four points, but nine rebounds, an assist, a steal, a block. You talk about Radiant, 21 points, nine assists. 
ZDS with 14. Nudini hit that game winner, but he also added two rebounds and four steals. Impressive. Single-digit turnovers with just eight and 12 dimes. You'd like to see more dimes. You'd like to see better assist numbers, but that turnover number was huge. They win the turnover battle. They do lose the assist battle, but ultimately they do win the contest. We talked about how imp important defense was. Hood shot 3 of 12, 1 of 4 from 3. So the guy we'll give a shout-out to, of course, would be Hotshot with the double-double for the Heat Check Gaming. 13 points, 18 rebounds, 5 assists, 4 steals, just 2 turnovers. Very impressive from him, albeit in a losing effort. Again, your final score in this one, Heat Check lose 60-59. to 59. 76ers take it. Last game on the Week 6 schedule, we have Jazz Gaming taking on Nets GC. And much like a lot of the other games on this uh, ending last couple days, really solid game here. Nets GC hoping to continue their solid play. Jazz Gaming just hoping to find a way to stay in this one and maybe make some sort of a, a run to, to end this one. We talk about the importance of starting strong. But you know what you have to do also? You have to finish strong. And that was really what ended up being the difference in this game. Close wins in quarters one and two from the Jazz gave them that two-point advantage at halftime. But in the second half, it was all nets as they had a four-point lead. or they, they led third quarter scoring by four points. Another four points in the fourth quarter. And that was really all she wrote. Final score, 71-65, Nets GC take it. Coming into this week, Nets were on a bit of a losing streak. This was a huge difference maker for them and really, really important for what was going to be uh, their season. Jazz Gaming, of course, came into this week. Uh, how about this? Look at the records coming into week six. Jazz 4-3, and three, Nets 3-4, three and four, and you definitely look at both teams a little differently coming into week number seven. Player of the game for the Nets, I got to give a shout to Lav. 17 points, 12 assists, 3 steals, 5 turnovers on the night. But good efficiency, 7 of 12 overall, 2 of 3 from 3. For the Jazz, I want to give a shout out to Rhea with the double-double. 13 points, 13 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, and 2 blocks, just 3 turnovers. Pretty solid effort from him. Now that does it for the Week 6 matchups. Remember, you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel. We are the NBA 2K League show. Now, if you do not follow us already, I do strongly suggest take a look, whether it's Podient, Stitcher. We are also on Spotify, iTunes, anywhere great podcasts are found. You can find this radio show in podcast form. Now, before we move on and before we finish off this show, a couple more things to talk about. How about this uh, article from 2kleague.nba.com? Race to the MVP Week 6 edition. And they mention how important point guard has been. Jonathan Raber wrote this article. Now, a, a, a few names that are going to pop off the page, of course. Uh, leading candidate, according to him, is Mama I'm Dat Man from Blazer 5. Of course, we talked about his importance this week. No shock, he is on this list. 23 points per game, 12.1 assists per game, and 1.6 steals per game. Number two on the list, Radiant, who was, just like his name says, Radiant this week, put on a very good show for 76ers GC on the season. 20.4 points per game, 9.1 assists per game, 1.4 steals per game. So very impressive by him. Hopefully he can keep it up. Uh, third on the list, no shock, is OFAB. We talk about how if they're going to win games, it's on his back. And this week was no different as he had that nice 34-point 
game that got his team the victory, but he needs help from his teammates. And that's a reason why he is the most valuable player, as he has to do a lot with a little. 22.2 points per game for him, 12.3 assists, 2.8 steals. We also have on this list A-Rooks at the four spot, and he is, of course, the fantastic scorer from Bucks Gaming. 22 points per game, 4.6 assists, and 2 steals. And a few more names of note that we will go over on this list. You have a Hot Shot uh, at number 5, BP at 6, 1 Wild Walnut at 7, PP Ballin at 8, Ramo at 9, and Beast Move rounds out the top 10 from Warriors Gaming. Again, we're not going to go over much more of this because we really want you to make sure you check out this article. Again, 2kleague.nba.com is the website. And, of course, it is the Race to the MVP Week 6 edition by Jonathan Raber. Taking a look at the league as a whole and who is leading in different categories, we'll take a look at points to start off. Mama, I'm that man at first spot, 23 points per game. OFAB, 22.2. Arooks, 22. You have Swizzerk from Pacers Gaming at 20.5. And BP rounds out the top five, 20.4 points per game. Jumping ahead to some of the other statistics, you have, actually, uh, before we move on, points. Uh, B Smooth actually is at 20.4 points as well, uh, rounding out that top five list. For rebounds, Arsenal 16.2, Hotshot 14.9, One Wild Walnut 13.9, Goofy 757 13.6, and Feast from T-Wolves Gaming with 12.4. For assists, no shocker, MVP candidate OFAB leads the way, 12.3. Mama with 12.1, Radiant 9.1, Vandy with 8.7, and Dimes 8.7 as well. For steals, we jump ahead. We have uh, Dat Boy Shots with 3.2 from Hawks Talon. You have Hazak 3.2 as well uh, to uh, take that top spot also from Knicks Gaming. Gradient with 3.1, God of 2K with 3.1, Hotshot with 3, Steel 2 Lax with 3, and Shuttles with 3. Going over to the blocks category, Type leads the way with 2.3. Use of Scarves with 2. Rhea, 1.9. Plondo, 1.7. Goofy with 1.4. Second list he has been on. And no autographs with 1.4 as well. The top shooters, so field goal percentage, we have King Cam Royalty with 78.6 for Magic. Pete B. Ballin, we talk about how good he has been, and he be Ballin, and he's hitting nice strides here, 74.7%. Arsenal from Hawks Talon at 74.5. Yusuf Scarbs from Kingsguard at 73.9. And Goofy with 72.2. Goofy on a number of these lists, lists, it's no shock. He is a name to watch in the MVP voting. Three-point percentage, Yusuf Garbs leads the way 76.5%. Let that sink in how good he's shooting. Joseph from the Pistons, 72%. Dat Boy Shots, 66.7% for Hawks. Sherm from Mavs Gaming at 64.3%. And we round out the list, and the leaders, T.S. Josh, 63.6% from the three-point line. That is going to be all she wrote from this week's episode of NBA 2K League Show. Again, make sure you check us out on all the platforms in podcast form. But make sure you check us out on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. We can be found Wednesdays and Thursdays, 12, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And until next week, keep it 2000. Slam
minutes away from your team's first title. It's only one quarter till your name hangs with idols. Preparation, everything, fundamentals, vital. Each game is survival. Never be trusted. Why the music do you sound like the Miami Heat? South Beach, they be showing us love. Yeah, man. Right here, Zimbabwe. National Basketball Association. To the rim. Three. 